seeing people. Hey, everybody. All right. All right. Welcome to the live. Steve the Republican Goodfellow here with my brother Paul and the Lions Den. Welcome to the Lions Den today. Hey, everybody. So I got to try to pull in here. This is, uh, just work with us for this first one. We're trying to work out the kinks a little bit. Let me just go a little bit this way. So, uh, Paul. How we doing? Uh, what's what's new? Uh, give us the national scene. That's how, how we usually start. And before we start, thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the great comments and the, the uh, amount of people tuning into our podcast is going up, which is exactly what we want. We we want to help get the word out to everybody. So that, that we're doing good in that respect. And props to all our listeners all over America. Yeah, clapping for you. Yep. The patriots of this country. So go ahead, Paul. Fill us in on what's going on nationally. Well, what we're looking at is an event that took place this weekend, Steve, this past weekend, mm-hmm. with uh, Brother Mike Lindell. You know, the My Pillow guy. Oh, I love that guy. I actually, at the at the uh, last Trump, uh, I don't know if you call it a uh, rally, but it was a, a rally yeah. of sorts, and I was his bodyguard for that so it was pretty cool i got to stand there as a volunteer you know i got to make sure nobody we were running security around him yeah to make sure he was happy it was cool yeah you were okay yeah and anyway so he's he's on camera on outlets steve like real america's voice and he's conducting something called moment of truth yeah i tuned into a lot of that it was some amazing information if you have Mm -hmm. not downloaded the frank speech app there's two of them actually. There's one Frank Speech, and then the other one is fr- Frank Social. One is like uh, kind of like a Facebook typey thing, and that's the social one. But the Frank Speech is his TV, and he's got programming all day long, live TV and uh, videos that you can tune in to watch. I was blown away by some of the information I got on that thing, Paul. I really was. Well, you know, Mike's known for taking a stand on not just the true the vote stuff and i'll use that term loosely only because i think true true the vote is not quite kosher if i'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. there's something going on with that but he's really all about the election integrity and he wants to bring on the guests and the special the special announcements from people about what's taking place across america to shore up the vote now, what, what did you see the interview with Jen, Jenna Ellis? Yes. Oh, man. I tell you, I absolutely love that lady. She is amazing. Amazing. And uh, <clears throat> then they did each of the 50 states in alphabetical order gave an update on what is going on with their election integrity in that state, what kind of problems they have and what they're up against, what are their, uh, some successes they've had. And it, it just... I thought I knew everything, but I didn't. The upshot of it is, and this is the good news, that the weak link in the chain for our voting system, Steve, has been determined to be the voting machines themselves. Right. And so the the emphasis is to to put all the voting machines out the door and bring in paper ballots the way it should be. Right. And the way we've always had it up until now. In fact, from what they were saying, Europe still uses the paper ballots because of this exact problem. And how are we, the uh, beacon of freedom, not not using paper ballots anymore we, because we got lazy and wanted to make it quick and fast. And you know what? I'd rather it be accurate than quick and fast. I, I don't know about you guys out there, but 
And uh, Sunday was the uh, trial of the machines. And they had experts on, they can literally hack those machines within five to 20 minutes, any one of them. And they're all Wi-Fi connected. So it don't matter if they have a modem. It's a bad scene. Yeah, whether they're internet connected or not, the weak link is still the voting machines themselves. And that's the impetus to go back to the hand count system. I got to give Mike Lindell a big thank you and a big round of applause for him. Yep. Because he absolutely hit it out of the park with that. And if you have a chance, go back, download his app. I know you can download it to your TV uh, if you have apps on your TV. And I know you can download it to your phone. You can tune in and listen and watch all the time. They have Steve Bannon on all the time. A lot of great information. Uh, I suggest you do it. I, that, that's my personal opinion. And the Frank speech thing isn't bad. It's not bad at all. So here's another noteworthy uh, observation as well. And that, that is the fact that you're not going to see Mike Lindell carried on ABC news. He's not going to get coverage on CBS. Heck, he's not even going to get run on CNBC, MSNBC. None of those outlets are going to run him. No. So what you need to do is you need to, you have to have a verifiable bonafide streaming service and you know and Get everything from from pluto tv to whatever else is out there because the propaganda activist press is not carrying the my pillow guy yeah and you got to ask yourself those guys that are on the right on the left you got you should be asking yourself why why is that why are you deciding for me why don't you let me decide i know how to change the channel i know how to press that remote i just guys we know how to work the remote controls don't we so, yeah, definitely. Now, now tell let, let's talk about the FBI thing. You know that. Okay, Steve. Yeah, because since our last Lions Den podcast, we've had some rather terrible events take place across America. Horrific. Yeah, specifically a huge controversy now swirling around the American justice system as it relates to law enforcement, specifically the alphabet agencies yeah everybody knows what the alphabet agencies are right and they're what i would call even though they got some dopey magistrate to sign off on the uh warrant an illegal search and seizure at the former president's home donald trump in mar-a-lago that was i tell you i've never seen been so mad in my life about an overstepping of bounds but that was like unbelievable you know what that is from steve that's from i'm just going to interject here a little bit sure that's operating under martial law without having declared martial law right this is stuff that extra extra constitutional in other words outside the constitution Mm -hmm. and what they're doing if you folks that you know that that do pay attention know about them arming and hiring eighty six thousand more uh IRS, IRS agents. agents. Yeah. You, why do IRS agents even need a gun? They do most of the stuff in court. So I think we need to be worried. The but, answer to that question, Steve, is they don't. They don't. And here's and here's the other challenge at hand. If you think you're going to be able to trust an agency like that to come to your house and check your records, that's not why they're coming to your house. Mm-mm. Okay? Look at it like this. If they were coming to your house to do an audit and set up a, a 
a premise whereby they could audit your taxes, they wouldn't need to be armed. Well, so something's up. All these alphabet groups of the government, they are the Gestapo of our of our time. And that is scary, folks. And if you don't think you can do something, you're wrong because your vote will do something. You're paying attention, especially, and that's something I got out of it too. The lower things of government, your local government is just as important, if not more important, because you could actually do something with the lower uh, areas of government, like uh, commissioners, in your uh, with your elections, that you can go to a paper ballot. You can demand those kind of things. You can get involved and stop that kind of nonsense. And I've said it. I've been dealing with a lot of nonsense, a lot of rhinos in my party, and you need to get involved in order to change it. I don't like going to the meetings, and we'll talk about that after the break, but you have to be involved in order to change it. You cannot sit on your couch, yell at the TV, and then be mad when it doesn't change. And here's the other problem with it, Steve, and this is this is really the larger issue, and that is the fact that this administration has already declared war on ordinary Americans, mm -hmm. and they're using these so-called alphabet agencies as the enforcers at this point like you said, kind of in a Gestapo mm -hmm. stance. And if you want to drop the other shoe, it's Stasi, because they're also spying on us. Uh -huh. Okay. And so what that does is since they're operating extra constitutionally without having declared martial law, they are also operating illegally. Mm -hmm. So if you see any of these cats rolling into your neighborhood, guess what? They are now considered domestic enemies. Mm -hmm. And just as much as they don't like us, we get to have the luxury of not liking them. And, and to be clear, we're not saying there isn't good people within the group, within the FBI. They need to the jump CIA. now, by the way. If you're going to jump, jump now. Or step up and start putting an end to the nonsense. Yeah, both. You exactly. know, change it from the inside. Yep. There, are, there are agencies with those alphabet letters. There are members in there that do do good jobs and do protect us. But when they're politicized and they're used as a weapon within their government, if you don't think, you add that to the China Communist Party getting involved and buying up things like here in North Carolina and buying up all the pig farms and buying this and buying land here and buying land, you don't think that they're going to use that against us or they're going to use you know their access to things? You, you, you'd be fooling yourself. Be and this situation yourself. right now is at critical mass, and I'll tell you how critical it is, Steve, and for all of our listeners out there. The sheriffs that operate across this nation are really the first line of defense. They always have been. Mm -hmm. All right. Many of them, if not all of them, operate constitutionally. Mm -hmm. And that is if you have a sheriff in a jurisdiction that is operating extra constitutionally, that means they're not following the Constitution. You need to find a lawman in your community that will step up as a sheriff and operate constitutionally. Point blank. Absolutely. I mean, we have here uh, who just won the uh, primary, Chris Thomas, and he is going to make an excellent sheriff here in Onslow County. Uh, and when you have one that does overstep, it sticks out like a sore thumb, sticks out like a sore thumb. And that's immediately when people should be like, you know what, we better find someone for the next election. We got to get rid of this guy. Well, not even not even DAs necessarily too. DAs too. overstepping. It's, it's really more a matter of being complicit in that 
They're tacit. They're not doing anything. And I'll give you an example. What happened to the Amish in Pennsylvania this past weekend, where the marshals went in and really caused trouble with the farmers in Pennsylvania? You know what, folks? If the county sheriff in that county was doing their job, they would be protecting the citizens against those kinds of invasions. That's their job. Mm, absolutely. And if they're not doing their job, then they're, they are complicit. And that's what needs to change. Mm. And then they get all upset when people join together and arm themselves and want to protect their own community. I don't see what's going on in, you know, where are those people in Oregon and, you know, Washington state where, you know, people are robbing them blind. They're going into store. People are afraid to go to the store. How do you eat if you don't go to the store? You know, and then they're leaving in droves, the ones that do have any common sense, because they're like, this isn't going to change because the will of the people there don't have it to change what's going on. I mean, it's it's basically like one of those uh, Western towns with no law. You know, that's that's what it seems to me. Well, Paul, let's let's wrap up and go to a break and uh, we'll pick up when we come back. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right, folks, you're listening to the Lions End with Steve, the Republican Goodfellow, and brother Paul Armento. We'll be right back. Don't do it. It's a trap. Uh. All right, folks. Welcome back to the Lions Den. So we're back at the Lions Den. Um, So, Paul, did did you cover basically what you want to talk about nationally? Yeah, you know, the the national scene's a little bit tough, Steve, but, you know, switching gears, let's go over to, I heard since our last podcast that there was a town meeting here that went very well, by the way. I heard that the chairperson was very organized. She was very right to the point, and she did an excellent job conducting that meeting. I got to ask you, you, uh, do you mean the GOP meeting? (laughs) Because whoever told you that was telling you the biggest right. I, I had to put right. a little humor in there. Uh, 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 yeah, where uh, um, do I want, need uh, to uh, start? Uh, um, uh, uh, I made a mistake. Uh, Melinda. Uh, um, uh, Melinda. Uh, um, I, I'll, I'm going to post that video to a video to my, uh, to my page and you'll get what I'm you talking are? about with that. Okay. Anyway, not to waste time. Uh, yeah, we had one. Uh, they they didn't have enough executive board members to have a quorum. So nothing got accomplished. They didn't follow the uh, agenda. And they didn't have a public portion. Now that's 11 months with no public portion of the GOP meeting. So basically they meatballed it. Yeah, they meatballed it. Well, she is a meatball. But <laughs> yeah, I know I'm not nice. But guess what? I'm telling the truth. So if the shoe fits, wear it. Exactly. But they, there's no direction. They're not getting, or they're not planning on getting a functional center to work out of for the next election in November. Uh, They're not trying to, they have no message. All the work that's getting done is getting done because uh, the GOP up in, at the state level realized that she's 
Well, let's talk about that too, Steve, because and they had to get send people down to do the job. Basically, our our Republican chairperson for the state of North Carolina just happened to be in town yesterday at a pastor conference. That was absolutely mind blowing, by the way. Oh, that was awesome. We, me and Paul have been lucky enough. Last year, we were able to go to the one in Greenville, and this year there was one in Jacksonville, and there's going to be one next week in Greenville. And the pastor conference is uh, a a bunch of guys that decided that it'd be great to access the churches and these pastors that already know how to publicly speak and encourage them to run for office or encourage them to at least get their uh, congregations to register to vote. I was surprised about that that aspect they talked about yesterday about uh, ev- evangelicals not being registered to vote. I thought that that a lot of congregations, it's very, very low. Evangelicals. They, Evangelicals. They were talking about how there was a there was a vote. Sorry, I had a Melinda moment. During the no, it's okay. During the last <laughs> uh, election, what happened was our Supreme Court Justice Paul Newby was he was elected with just over four hundred votes, and if you have a hundred counties which we do in the state of North Carolina, that comes out to four votes per county. Mm-hmm. So by four votes in every county, he won, if you want to be divided that way. and That's how it spreads out. That's how important these yeah. elections are, folks. That's how important it is to remember November 8th to get out and to vote. Don't ever think it's in the bag. That, I mean, that's ridiculous to think. And, and the, if we're ever going to change anything, people have to become civic-minded, and look to God, because even in the Bible, they tell you to be involved in in your political aspects, because how are you going to stick up for what's right and your values and the values of the party here? And in- that was part of the other theme, Steve, and that is, should Christians be allowed be involved rather in politics? Absolutely. And, and it's the, the answer to that question is it's their duty mm-hmm. as citizens to be involved. There's no controversy about it. Focus on what you need to do as an individual to improve your community and improve your state. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's your job. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. We're, we have to wear a lot of hats. We're parents, we're, we're wives or husbands and spouses. Mm-hmm. We're also volunteers in our community. Yeah. We volunteer, we go to church. All right. And, and we also have a full-time job, most mm-hmm. of us. Okay. And so, to do what's necessary for the affairs of state in our county, our town, is an extra, it's a little bit of an extra jump. But if you just spare and allow yourself the luxury of even two hours a week or three hours a week set aside for fulfilling your role as a citizen, it'll work. Oh, yeah. And we can make a huge difference, a huge difference. And let me tell you, something that was said yesterday and that Mark Robinson, he's an amazing speaker. He's a great, he just listening to him, you get inspired. And then the other guy that uh, spoke from Bangor, Maine, another uh, preacher that came in. He was right on. In, he was he right was on. Right too. on. It's time to man up. It's time mm-hmm. for us to step up. And Mark Robinson's point about, you know, he gets told all the time, you know, you shouldn't say that. You're going to offend people. You're going to offend the, the people that are in the middle. And he basically said straight out, I don't care. And you know what? I'm adopting that. Paul, 
Here's, Mark it on a calendar. I'm adopting that as of now. Here's where our backs People are against don't the like wall. What we say on this show or what we do through Act Right of North Carolina, or even just as ourselves, when we stick up and open our mouth, when we see something that's wrong, I don't care. It's if it's wrong, it's wrong. God gave me a mouth, and I'm the one that's gonna have to be in front of him. And when he says, Steve, I gave you a big mouth, why didn't you use it? I gotta have an answer. So I don't want to have that question put to me when I go before God and I'm going to open my mouth when I don't see something that doesn't hold to the values well, here's, of our here's body the, or our, our beliefs. The topic spreads out, Steve, according to what you're describing, into the national scene. It spills out all over planet Earth. Mm -hmm. When you realize that we're accountable to God, we have to obey God's commands and we can't ignore and pick and choose the ones we like and leave others and, and just observe some. Right. We can't like, do that. That's what that pastor from Bangor, Maine was saying about right. you can't hide in your church. Yeah. You can't hide in your church. It, it even says in the Bible not to hide. And he also talked about the fact that the government, ostensibly, is be becoming so tyrannical that they're forcing you to compromise your faith. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. We're not called to compromise our faith. We're called to stand. Okay, and that's where we have to be men and women of God and put on our pants every day and put on put on our full armor every day and behave accordingly. And we pick have up that to. sword, like he said. Yeah, you know, pick up and not the, I'm not the full pick, armor of God. On. The full armor of God. Yep. And stand up. And you know what else we do by doing that, Paul? We give the example to the younger people, and we won't have the problems that we've been having with some of these knuckleheads going in and shooting people and be, they don't have any faith. You keep taking God out of everything. What do you think is going to happen? The young people no, no, in, in America are the future of this country, Steve. I know. And it's We're not always going to be here. I'm scared. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've run into some yeah. younger kids, especially the homeschooling parents. They do an amazing job. And I say, homeschool your kid. If Take them out of the school system, the school system. I got a great fact this week, Paul. I got to share with you. Two million kids have been taken out of the school system over 2 million. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that. I was like, yes, yes. Because you know what? I think it's antiquated. I think it's a failure and we've let it be infested so much that we got to just get away from it. Private schools, homeschooling. That's the route to go because you, at least you have a say in that. And what's going to happen in the next 90 days to six months, Steve is even better news. There's going to be another million or two that are taken out of the government-run cesspool yeah. that we have going yeah, on. It's, it's a racket, terrific. people. I mean, di didn't uh, Mark Robinson talk about kids in Texas, I think it was, that were being brought to a... It happened in Dallas two and a half months ago. To a go-go yep. bar and handed money to stick in the G-string of some transvestite. Mm -hmm. Now... I don't know about you. I don't think that's right. That's child that's abuse. Child abuse. It is child abuse. And Plain and simple. You know, what people do in a bedroom, that's their business. But when you bring it out of the bedroom, I don't want to hear it. I don't want it inv infecting my grandchildren or children or anybody else's kids. And Steve, you know what? Shame on the county sheriff in Dallas County. Shame on you. It's your responsibility to step in and arrest these degenerates and protect your citizens from indecency and, and from breaking the law. That's child abuse. 
We need to step up, folks. It's time to step up. Do what's right. Stand up for your values. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid of what they say. Just like Mark Robinson said, I don't care. You don't have to like what I say. You don't have to. Even the GOP here, I'll tell them the same thing. You don't have to like what I say or what I think. But I'm not going to stand there and have watch these rhinos, these phony counterfeit Republicans, run our party into the ground and not do their job because they have an agenda. You know, I heard this week, and I'm not going to mention the name, that someone is going to be running that's into witchcraft. And when she was questioned about it, oh, well, I found God. And I hope that's true. I pray that's true. And I give her all credit in the world if that is true. But you know what? I know you weren't a good parent with your kids. You allowed your child to cross-dress. I mean, that shows a bad judgment on your part. And I, I can't get behind someone that's like that. People make mistakes and yeah. But you also got to live with your mistakes and take responsibility for them. So I, I hope that's not true. But and Steve, we don't want people to think that we have all the answers. We don't. No, we, but we're far from perfect. Here's the other thing that, that's going on, though. And this was part of the topic during the pastor conference. They came out and they said, we are in a spiritual war. Whether you like it or not, you're in the crossfire of a spiritual war. Whatever side you're going to choose to be on is really going to determine your success mm-hmm. going forward because we know how the book ends all right we can we can honestly sit here and say yeah all right i've i've read the bible i know how it ends and being on the side of righteousness is right where i'd rather be and not be on the side of evil right and you know we're not in this i mean we all have opinions and we don't always all agree and the left would say, you know, well, you got to be willing to compromise. Well, compromise doesn't mean give away your values. It just means find common ground. And I believe we can find common ground, but people have to be sensible. I am not going to agree with the stuff that they're putting in these kids' head, this indoctrination. And let me tell you, folks, any school board like the one here that keeps saying it's CRT and social emotional learning isn't in the schools. They're lying. They are lying or lying to themselves because it definitely is. Wholeheartedly it is. And the the problem with it, everybody, is that it's Marxist indoctrination and nothing else. That's all it is. We need to step up as Americans and do what we do. America is the greatest country in the world. There is nothing, nothing that our country can't do. But when we give away our values, when we give away uh, the farm, as they say, what? and then you, you say, how, how did we get here? You want to see what we're going to look like? Look at some of those countries that have indoctrinated. What was that one country that we talked about on the last show? Um, was it Mogadishu or something like that? It was a country that they went all the way towards... Uh, talking about Madagascar? No, it wasn't Madagascar. I don't think okay. it was Madagascar. They, they indoctrinated... Sri Lanka? Maybe it was Sri Lanka. Yeah. The, the one that uh, took up the... Um, I think it was Sri the Lanka. Atmosphere that was Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Yeah. And since doing that, the country's in the hole. The, it's a mess. Well, Steve, before we wrap up here, let's just let's just recognize that 
as Americans, we need to have an honest conversation and dialogue about the direction that America is headed. If we're not willing to confront the kind of evil that we're facing down right now, we're in even bigger trouble. Oh, yeah. Sorry to say it. But hey, God has a plan and Jesus is the answer. Mm -hmm. We think we're ready to go into prayer. Well, why don't we just... Like you said, we'll we'll go we'll do our ending prayer like we're trying to do now from at the end of all our things. We, we hope you all will pray with us, and uh, we will tune in. Hopefully, you all tune in next time on our next podcast. We thank you for tuning in and listening, and we hope you enjoy it. Paul, lead us in a yeah a prayer. God bless us all, Father, one and all. God, we come to you in prayer, and we thank you for america we thank you for planet earth lord it's not just an american problem it's a humanity problem at this point but god you know our hearts you have it all under control lord so we put it in your fully capable hands to lead us and to guide us as always keep your love in our hearts for one another god and let us walk out the plan that you have for us in our life in jesus name god bless us all amen Okay, folks, don't forget to tune in. All information about our show you can pick up in the uh, description in the, uh, of each episode if you want to email us or get in touch with us or have a suggestion. So thank you again for tuning in. This has been The Lion's Den. <laughs>